Hey, I'm Jordan Harding. I grew up watching my dad put on that suit and tie every morning and go out to successfully climb the corporate ladder. I thought I wanted to be him, but I was wrong. I needed to be me. To do that, I had conversations with incredible people to learn how they figured out this whole thing called life. I learned how they overcome adversity and pick themselves up when they've been knocked down. Now, I'm sharing those discussions with you so you can apply those same learnings to your life. Welcome to It's Not a Straight Line. Welcome to the inaugural uh, solo episode of It's Not a Straight Line. I've decided I'm going to throw some of these in, and uh, I hope you, the listener, enjoy. This is the first one. We're coming up to 30 episodes, and I'm really excited about this one. You know, what I've realized going through the first 29 episodes I've had is the amazing resilience that we all have you know humans are extraordinary beings and it's resilience that gets us up after we've been knocked down right you know i'm using a sports analogy there but it could be anything in life right it gets us up after a divorce it gets us up after depression anxiety uh, a loss of a job a loss of a loved one uh, s- scary near-death experiences with a child in the case of Jennifer Nunes overcoming cancer and then running out an Iron Man in the case of Laura Brown uh, just incredible Rishi Bahari you know having those struggles with his parents many many times and then uh, becoming comfortable with who he is becoming authentic to himself and now he's launched uh, flow Flow state coaching, Rishi, I hope I got that right. Flow state coaching. What I've realized with people that are super resilient, there's kind of kind of three things, and there's a lot more, but one, patience. Patience, time heals. Two, grit and determination. Three, being 100% authentic to who you are. It was amazing to understand from my guests that point where they just became authentic to who they were and stopped giving in to what other people were looking for uh, of them. You know, so let's go through some of these episodes. If we go right from the beginning, you know, there was Alyssa Hayes. I think it was my episode three. You know, she failed a course in university and there was a trend throughout many of uh, my first 25 or so episodes of people failing a course Now, you wouldn't think someone successful in business or life really failed a course in university, but guess what? That's exactly what happened. Alyssa failed a course, went on to dentistry school. If you know anything about dentistry school, you need very high marks to get in. And Alyssa also kept getting around those challenges. She had that grit. She was going to push through if something got in her way, an obstacle. You know, she wanted to go to dentistry school in Canada She couldn't get in here, very high marks, I think 96% needed, so she went to Australia. And then she faced another incredible challenge, trying to come back in into the country, right? Come back to Canada, because even though you practice dentistry on teeth, which are the same, they're universal across the world, she wasn't able to get back in and she was viewed as an international student, which... Okay, she she was technically, but she's a Canadian. Anyways, Alyssa comes back. She now works in Ottawa and makes decisions for millions of people about their dental health, uh, working for the federal government. She's dealt with a, a health issue 
uh, throughout her life. And she's had to push through that. She's had to get on the other side. You know, Brad Furtney, uh, a mentor of mine, was on the podcast. And after a successful 28-year career in media beer sales, you know, Brad had to dig deep for his next role. I think it took him, you know, close to two years to find that next role. Brad had patience. He met with a lot of people. He did the right thing every single day and got up with that positive attitude. He had grit. He kept going. He didn't just stop. He didn't give up. And he was authentic to himself. He knew that he wanted a job as a president of the company. And that's exactly what he got, you know. He became president of two medium-sized businesses. And last I heard, he's really enjoying it. You know, Brad also spoke about, you know, some of the challenges uh, from a health perspective, from a family perspective, and those took patience and those took learning and being able to have tough conversations with uh, some of his kids, his family members to figure out, you know, the next best steps forward. Then then we had, I had Mark Petipa, uh on the podcast or Petipa, as he says, uh, you know, his big thing was speak up loudly where you're strong and where you can help and also have an understanding of where you're not as strong and where you can't help. You know, with Mark, he he had great positions in retail, uh, apparel retail, sport retail. He had a great opportunity and he, I think he spent six or seven years at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment and grew there, first person to, uh, or the number one person to open uh, BMO Field with his boss. I think it was Bob Hunter from uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. And Mark had patience to learn, you know, and make mistakes as a leader, especially he brought up one about BMO Field. Um, and he's truly authentic to himself, especially now. He speaks, he consults. I think he's now uh, part-time, currently in 2022, uh, he's part-time COO, or I should say interim COO of Canada Soccer until they hire someone. Uh, But that's Mark. You know, he loves Canada. He loves sports. And the other thing uh, about Mark is he did not finish college. You know, he, he had some failures there, and he learned from those failures. He built a built a uh, way to get around it you know Michelle Ferrari uh, what can I say about Michelle she's my career coach as well and Rishi who I mentioned has been a career coach of mine Michelle uh, she said you can feel the fear but don't make your choice based on the fear become friends with being afraid and, and she also said, honor what's important for you as an individual. You know, back to the authenticity point. Honor who you truly are. You know, with Michelle too, it took a lot of grit and determination. I think she said she was the first female on a factory floor of the factory she worked on in Toronto. You know, Michelle put, her in uncomfor- put herself in uncomfortable situations and proved to other people that she wasn't going anywhere. There may be fear, but she's there. She's in it. She's willing to get uncomfortable, and she's going to push through and be successful. 
you know, Andre Caden Black, the musician I had on, he, he really stressed investing in yourself, learning. You really have one life. That's a theme throughout the first 29 episodes. And, and Andre also said, begin with authenticity. You know, I think for Andre as a, you know, up and coming successful young musician and artist, ego, he said ego got in the way. He had to put that aside. He had to be authentic to himself. And I think he realized even with all the early success, he needed to be patient to really understand the direction he should go in. We also had uh, Kevin Rempel, my buddy Kevin, who's down in the uh, Dominican Republic now. He, What's amazing about Kevin is when he wants to do something for his physical or emotional health, he does it. He makes the change, and he's not afraid of it. Sure, there's fear, and I don't know, maybe he really is inside scared, but he knows that on the other side of that fear, there is a benefit. There is something life-changing. And so for Kevin, he said, you learn to survive hard times by living hard times. And think of how strong you'll be on the other side. You know, for Kevin, God, the guy... Uh, had a motocross accident and became an incomplete paraplegic. And he told his buddy at the time, he said, keep the camera rolling when he was on the ground. Because guess what? Kevin knew he was going to get back up, right? For him, it was about that grit and determination that you might get knocked down, but you're going to get back up. You know, Kevin talks a lot about... um, you know, what would your favorite uh, extreme athlete do? Or what would your character in a movie do? If you're in a movie, that hero's not just sitting on the floor after they get hit. And I can't imagine what Kevin went through. I don't even want to think about what I would do in that situation. But I got to believe with all the people I've spoken to that I would now say keep that camera rolling. And for, you know, Kevin too... It's a lot of grit and determination. It's a lot of being authentically him, whether people are like it or not, like him or not. He is him. And that's what I really like about Kevin. And, you know, you then go to Steve Fry. He's the guy that uh, won one of the first 25 cannabis stores, retail stores. The first one was in Barton, uh, Barton Street in Hamilton. And Steve you know Steve you should write a book if you're listening to this you told me last time when I saw you that but Steve was all about set your goals high and the other thing that's amazing about him he's one of the best negotiators I know or have heard about Uh, he said you have to come in brazen don't be afraid to make the ask and we all know how important that is don't be afraid to make the ask he also said you got to set the tone right off And it's, you know, the other cool one with Steve, I asked him a lot about, you know, you're entering this new space cannabis, whenever it was, it might have been 2015, 2016, 2017. And it's unknown. He had death threats. He had bomb threats to his first store. I think the mob was upset with him or some organized illegal crime members were upset with him. And I said, how did you keep going? How did you keep pushing through? And he kind of said the analogy, it's like putting your hand on a door. When you put your hand on a door, you open it, right? You don't just sit with your hand on the door. So when you need to make a decision and you're there, make the decision. 
if you know what's right for you. As Michelle Ferrari would say, take a few deep breaths and listen to yourself. The other thing about Steve that that was awesome was he said, I'm the wild card that ups the ante and redefines the game. How can you be that person that ups the ante and redefines the game? And again, that's if that's what you want. You know, some people are content and happy with what they have and they don't want to up the game or up the ante. They don't want to redefine the game. And that's perfectly fine. You don't have to do that. You know, Gavin Roth, a sports sponsorship marketing sales expert here in Canada, and he's been involved in global deals. He uh, was a believer or is a believer in inflection points and being open to uncomfortable situations. Isn't that interesting how, uh, you know, people throughout all my episodes continue to bring up uncomfortable situations, failure, failure in school, failure in courses. So if you're younger and you're listening to this, yes, try hard, study, do the right things as much as you can. But at the same time, you know, test those norms think about things differently and if you do happen to fail a class it is not it's not the end of the world you know i was talking to angela champ who's written the book squiggly line career about comparison and about comparing salaries it's something that i've struggled with throughout my career and angela said comparison is a thief of all joy it's the thief of all joy but we still do it why do we do it you know personally i've been trying to just focus on how do I become the better Jordan from what I was yesterday, right? Just one step at a time and stay in your stay in your lane. But by that, I don't mean stay in your lane at work necessarily because I want you to think about things differently. I don't want you to just do things as you're told all the time because this is the way we did it years ago. We're going to do it that way now. No, you have to think about things differently. But by stay in your lane, I mean stay in your... Focus on you. Focus on who you want to become. Don't focus on the athlete you see or your friend that's making 40K more than you or the family member that's got a lot to say about your career. No, focus on yourself. You know, Michelle uh, Robertson, I really think of her as a change agent. Miss Money and Math on Instagram. Michelle is doing amazing things. She, you know, she said to me, she thought if I had a good job, people will love me. And Michelle rose all the way up to a CFO position, very sharp with numbers and, you know, just didn't get that satisfaction. And why would she, if you think about it, we've all thought this way, but why will people love you more just because of the job you have? If people love you just because of that, they're probably not the people you want to be hanging out with, if you know what I mean. Michelle R. said, It's not this is happening to me, but what am I learning from it? And that's another interesting quote or tidbit from her because Laura Brown said during her cancer treatment, I didn't ask why me, I asked why not me. So in both cases, it's about like, this isn't happening to me, but what can I learn? Or this is happening to me and damn it, it sucks. But why shouldn't that be me? Why am I so special? You know, I also had Nicole Kalman. Nicole was on the episode. 
And Nicole, if you listen to the episode, she was on. She's very blunt. She says it how it is. And she doesn't really care what people think of you. She's authentic. Like, she is so authentic. And I would say Nicole has a lot of uh, grit in that determination. She made comments like, you just go with it two feet in. And that's what she said. Um, She said, I don't take a whole bunch of time noodling things. And that was interesting to me because I do take a lot of time usually, or I used to, to noodle things. If you think about it too, like Alyssa Hayes in her episode mentioned going to Australia for uh, to Sydney for dentist school was probably one of the best decisions she made. And she kind of just made it. She didn't think about the pros and cons. She made it. And she's like, if I didn't make that decision in that moment and I thought about it, I probably would have never gone, which is such an interesting thing to, to dissect there. And going back to Michelle Robertson, she also really likes the hashtags do it scared or ready is a lie. Isn't that super interesting, right? Do it scared. She moved to South Africa and she met a guy there and she lives there full time now. And I know she's been investing in some multi-tenant real estate with um, someone she's partnered up with. And I know that a lot of those things she did scared, right? Especially the South Africa. People would say like, why are you going to move for someone you met and for love? And then she was like, well, why, why shouldn't I? Why not? It's a really interesting comment. Like uh, Trevor Noah was on the Jimmy Fallon show and Jimmy asked him, why are you leaving the Daily Show? And he just said, well, why not? Like, why not? Everyone asked, why are you leaving something? Well, why not leave that thing? You know? And he was like, everyone leaves when they're on the bu- going down or declining in their career. Like, why not leave now? Like, I, th- I know he's already doing a live comedy tour he's going to launch across the North America or maybe the globe. And he- he's hilarious. And, you know, we talked about Laura, Laura Brown, right? You know, she's in sales. And, and the comment I thought was really interesting from her was after cancer, she didn't really care anymore about having those hard conversations and asking for the money, asking for the sale. And then she also made some interesting comments around like, why wait? Let's just do it now. So ask yourself that, you know, if you want to do something, why are you waiting? What if you did it now? What would that look like? And I had Matt Logue, Matthew Logue on the podcast. Something interesting he talked about was always trying to play that contrarian role uh, in jobs. And that led to a lot of success for him. And when he left, uh, I think it was Maple Leaf Food, so a big company. You know, many people told him, why are you leaving that company? You know, this was another theme. A lot of times somebody left a big company and people were like, oh, you shouldn't be leaving. You're leaving the salary behind, the security. That's something I've learned. Just because you're in a bigger job doesn't mean there's security. If you're paying attention to the FTX collapse and the founders collapse, I won't even say his name. When you look back, you're like, that was very unregulated and and I can't believe that went on. But think of how many people trusted that guy and thought that it was secure. $30 billion to zero to bankruptcy, right? Lehman Brothers went bankrupt. So nothing's ever, ever that secure, right? And Matt said, everything in my heart told me to leave that company. Well, if everything's telling you to leave, you're making the right choice. And then we had Bobby Sani. 
it was Bobby's wife, Bonnie, that finally said to him, if you don't start this company now, you're never going to do it. And maybe he would have still done it, but maybe Bobby wouldn't have. Bobby's become a good friend now. And, you know, even at that inflection point for Bobby, he's a guy with an MBA. He's an expert in multicultural marketing. Uh, he's led that division, I think it was at Rogers for 10, 10 years. And if anyone was going to go and start ethnicity matters why wouldn't it be him and why wouldn't he just go and start it and people still thought he was crazy to launch his own business so the learning there it doesn't matter what's on your resume the experience you have the network you have when you do something other people don't or other people think is risky they're gonna just think you're crazy not because they really think that of you. I think it's them covering up some insecurity within them. them, Or they wouldn't do the same. And there's a part of them that was like, what if I could be like that? If I could be like that. Little, uh, well, I don't even know who that group is. Doors, three doors down, I guess. Anyways, Bobby had a lot of that grit and determination. He was also truly authentic to himself. Then we we also had Sherry Sherry on the episode Sherry Peterson Ajmani, and she was talking about creating environments where if she could power through, she would achieve something great. And that was a very early learning in her life when she lived in Japan, and she went from a small town to Japan, and she knew if she could be there and work on Japanese, I don't know every single day, she would at a minimum learn Japanese, which was. An amazing thought for someone who at the time was, I don't know, 20. I think it's just a great instinct she had, and she used that throughout her career. Mark Drager. Mark was an unbelievable guest. He's got an amazing podcast himself, and I, I believe Mark's so so authentic to him. Uh, he, he goes all in after what he wants, and he also has a lot of grit and determination you know, he used to have an agency that was six figures in the video production, content production, marketing uh, space. And he's like, I got to I gotta take this thing apart and rethink about my agency and what I want to do as a host. And he started going all in on his podcast, hosting events, hosting virtual events, and really using his, his business, Phantom Media, now to help other uh, podcasters and hosts. So it just is like a doubling down on where his interests are. And uh, But Mark said, forgive yourself for the past things you did. You did the best that you could. And if you think about that, in the moment, you did the best you could. You did what you thought was right. And he said, get comfortable saying what you want and what your dreams are. It's kind of like when uh, Laura Brown said... You know, after cancer, she asked for what she wanted and she had more, even more of those difficult conversations, right? Ask for what you want. Get comfortable with that. It's something that I'm consistently, honestly, working on. Michael Rossi, he's now chair of the Terry Fox Foundation. He's a founder of Voce Leadership. Um, And he believes everyone has a voice and something to give to the world. So if you are someone who has a voice, something to give, you know, you must do it. Just go and do it. And, and I agree with Michael on that. And discover that voice because it's going to lead to a life of fulfillment and purpose is what he said. It will lead to a life of fulfillment and purpose. You know, we had Alexis Dean. 
Uh, Alexis was all about say say yes to things that scare you. It's an opportunity to grow. It's okay to ask for help. And, you know, she always says yes to things that scare her, whether it was jumping out of a plane, uh, swimming with, it might have been sharks, um, starting her own business, a few different businesses. Now she leads the Dovetail uh, community. That's just a wonderful community of female powerhouse entrepreneurs or women, women powerhouse entrepreneurs, I should say. And she's talked about meeting your own needs. It's a good way to start a business. So think about that. What are your needs that aren't getting met by by other businesses? She said, I think there's an epidemic of people that don't feel like they are enough. And I couldn't agree more with that. I think everyone walks around with that imposter syndrome thinking, you know, they need to be more. What if you just knew that you were you and you're authentically you, and therefore that that is enough. Is anyone asking you for anything more than that? I don't. I don't think they are. They might push you to try and achieve achieve more if if that's what you want. They might give you critical feedback, but I think all people can ask for is that you are authentically you. And if you do that, and you're patient and you have grit and determination, and you're willing to find the way through, when other people are given that wall, how do you find your way? As Kevin Rempel said, you know, I'll find my way below it, above it, around it. I'll get through. You know, Oliver Gleason, he quit law, he moved to Japan, he, uh, you know, was at a sports marketing agency for 14 years, climbed the ranks there. And now he he has his own consulting business or consulting practice. And he also is a coach himself and wants to impact over 10 million young professionals. And then Matt Hayes, the guy who's been my podcast coach, who helps me with editing. He truly believes that everyone has an inner voice. That if we all step out and look at our life, we either have embraced that inner voice or thought, oh shit, I should have listened to that voice. And what an incredible thought. We do all have that voice, but we're too scared sometimes to listen to it. Isn't that sad? You know, maybe you hear a voice and you're like, you know what, I'm I'm content with my path. And, And I'm not saying that's not okay. That's perfectly fine. But if there's something in you that hears that voice and is like, I have to deliver this to the world or deliver this impact, it doesn't have to be on a global scale. It just has to impact one person then go do it. Go do it. You know, Tony Chapman uh, was an incredible, another incredible guest. Tony Chapman said what's inside almost every human is that there's this incredible imagination and the sense that we're always pursuing a better something. Tony is authentically him. He's a podcaster, a speaker, host. He comes out Uh, with content that sometimes is opinionated a lot of times is and he's authentically him and doesn't let people's comments bother him he uh, ran and built two award-winning marketing ad agencies and a research company Jason Taylor Jason Taylor said jump in that cold water and let it warm up around you of course it's a metaphor of jumping into uh, uncomfortable situations because once you jump into that, you'll you know, let things around you get more comfortable over time. 
And then Jen Nunes, Jennifer Nunes, who's slowly becoming, you know, the top listened to episode. She's competing here, and I mean competing with quotes on it, as there's no competition here. But her and Rishi Bahari of the top episodes on my podcast from a listener standpoint. She just has an unbelievable story uh, in her book coming out in March. will be called Making It to Monday. And it's about how with her son, who had health complications, they were told you have to make it to Monday. If you make it to Monday, you know, we'll take the next step there. And no one told her what came after Monday. The other interesting thing about making it to Monday for her is we all have these challenges, these tough things. And if we just make it that next day take the next step put one foot in front of the other then we will make it we will make it we'll make something beautiful something incredible uh and jennifer news resiliency and um ability to you know i don't want to say stay cool under pressure because on inside she was probably losing it quite frankly but uh to put things in perspective and do the best she could in that moment and make the best decision she could with the information she was given from health professionals. And I will say, Jen, again, she's authentic. She has patience to work through these health complications with her son and with her family. And she's got a hell of a lot of grit and determination. She was getting up between 5 and 7 a.m. every morning to write her book. She runs her own business. She has a family with two kids and a husband. And... um, yeah, kudos, kudos to Jen. You know, so patience, determination, grit, and authentically you. I think if you're those things, uh, you're going to go and achieve some incredible things in this life. Thank you for tuning in to my first ever solo episode. It's been a pleasure uh, to be with you and go out there and achieve amazing things. What did you take away from our chat today? I'd love to know. Let me know on Instagram at It's Not a Straight Line or connect with me on LinkedIn. If this episode was helpful, would you mind leaving me a review on whatever podcast app you use? I'd really appreciate it. You can always go back to previous episodes to hear more insightful conversations to help you build your own unique life. Thanks for listening to It's Not a Straight Line. Until next time.